hello 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 welcome back to the manic candace podcast it's your girl candace back at it again early at 2 43 a.m on friday june 10th how are we doing it's payday for some of us what we gonna do what we gonna do with this money i just want to say thank you for the bottom of my freaking heart that in the past 30 days we have had wait a minute 816 downloads we are up 77 percent from the previous 30 days you guys we have had half of our viewership in this past 30 days Okay, let me just, we're at 75 hours of listening time on Apple Podcasts. That's three days worth of me talking. So before we get into it, let's hop on to the description. Visit the links in the description of the podcast description, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or you're on Google Podcasts or you're on Spotify. You will find the links to my Patreon to my website and to the Instagrams that both support me and the podcast. So go ahead and follow the links, click on them, pledge your pledge, do whatever you need to do. It helps support the podcast and support the podcast any way you can. If you want to support the podcast for free, go ahead and follow me on Spotify, follow me on Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. That's the best way you can support the podcast. That's the best way I'm going to get a deal. That's the best way I'm going to get on the charts. So we're listening to Gucci Radio. So let's dive into my analytics really quick. But today we're going to talk about mean girls and the fights that I've been in and just being mean spirited and how to change that. And what my life has been like after I've apologized to people that I've been mean to and what it does for your spirit. So first, let's get into my analytics. Everything, you guys, I'm just so thankful that like every episode is consistently getting like 15 downloads in the first two, three days. And it's just... It's really showing me like which episodes are not popular and which episodes are not. Downloads by location. I have top five locations. First one is Phoenix. Thank you, Phoenix. I love you, Phoenix. It's my hometown. I grew up here on the west side. It's just home. So thank you. Nothing means more to me than having my home city, my home state repping me and like listening to me in the car listening to me on the way to California, listening to me on the way to work, listening to me on your, on your, you know, while you're getting ready. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you're listening. The second location is kind of like a miscellaneous mix of different locations across the US. It actually says not available for the city. this sativa let's groove really quick (coughs) 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 the third location is san jose california what's up whoever's listening in san jose i appreciate you 
the next city, the fourth largest city for the Man of Candace podcast is Chicago. What's up, Chicago? Woo! I never, well, I take that back. I had a layover in Chicago. And y'all's airport is just so confusing, y'all. I was just like, I got five minutes to get to Terminal H. What's going on? And I got a ride from a gentleman in a wheelchair, and I was on so much Xanax. Like, it was awesome. Please don't wake me. Stay up for the night. Toss and turn when you're not with me. <laughs> and the fifth largest city is Brussels. What's up, Brussels? What's up, Belgium? I love you. Please show yourself at my Instagram. Please, can you show yourself to say, hey, I'm the one from Brussels. Shout out to the girl from Germany that I'm talking to on my Instagram. Shout out to the girl from Athens and Greece. Wait, did I get a new location? No, I didn't. But France, Paris is lighting up. Germany's lighting up. Greece is lighting up. And the United States is lighting up as well. Arizona is pretty much lit. Phoenix is all lit. Dallas is lighting up. Kansas City is lighting up. I'm sorry, just the state of Kansas. San Francisco... Los Angeles. I'm even in Mexico. That's the newest one. And Indiana is the newest one. I'm just so very, very thankful. So let's talk about the fights that I've been in as a mean girl. Well, let's just preface this that we all know from previous episodes. If you're new here, welcome. But from previous episodes... It's been mentioned by me that I've been a mean girl, that I've been a bully, starting from elementary school. And it lasted, well, a lot of the damage was done in elementary school. And I followed a lot of these girls through middle school and high school. Um, And by the time I was a sophomore in high school, I was saying my apologies for things that I've done in elementary school and early middle school. So some things that I've done is I've fought Two, three, I fought, I've had a physical fight, mutual combat with three girls where I, I instigated the fight all three times. Well, yes, all three times I instigated the fight. Um, I just saw red and blacked out and just fought, like just complete rage. Um, it's funny, you guys, I have a burn book and I wrote down comments. So the first fight I got in was with Jasmine Zamora. (laughs) I know some of you are just laughing right now. (laughs) Hi, Jasmine. It's me, Candice. I want to take this opportunity to apologize for starting a physical fight with you, for hitting you, and for taking this long to apologize. I know we've had a class together in high school after, and I know that... You had a job at the time at Chase. 
at the same building that I wanted to get a job. And I, and I found out you worked there. And, like, I had the most respect for you because I, I got denied to work there. And I found out it's because you were bilingual that, like, it was probably why you were hired. But I was just trying to make myself feel better by saying, oh, it's just because she speaks Spanish. But I don't know any idea your skill set. So congratulations. But Jasmine Zamora was a part of this group with Flora Ochoa and Julie Mireles and sometimes Marta Lazarga. These are all girls that I had a somewhat level of friendship or coolness or camaraderie individually, but as a group, they were very mean to everyone. And they intim- they weren't mean, but they were very intimidating, which gave off the impression that they were mean. Because when you're in like a pack and you're walking around, it's intimidating to like girls who are like in groups of two or three. So it was, and they were all pretty and like, you know, it was just like, it was intimidating. So it was intimidating to someone awkward like me who was tall and wanted to fit in. So there was already that opposition from the sixth grade. So seventh grade came and like I got individual friendships with them. And then eighth grade came and then they were into boys and like the clique started getting diversified with boys and like it just got different and I started to fit in more because I did drugs. <laughs> I started figuring out early that if I did drugs I could fit in. Pathetic, I know. Let me take a hit. (coughs) (coughs) So, one day... In Mr. Stewart's class, it's me, Julie, and Jasmine, and Martha. And I was sitting in front of a gnome. You know those garden elves, those gnomes? I was sitting in front of one, and, like, all three of them could speak Spanish along with people in the class. And I was, like, you know, like, I was in a predominantly Hispanic Mexican school, but Spanish-speaking school, but, um... It wasn't common to have someone like me who wasn't Mexican not to speak Spanish. It wasn't weird. So Jasmine spoke Spanish, preferably more than English, in my opinion. And um, she spoke Spanglish. So in the middle of a sentence, a lot of the times in the middle of her sentences when she would speak English, she would replace maybe one or two words or a phrase in Spanish to make it more understandable to the group. And... um, that was just who she was and it, it stuck out and that's what well, was part of her personality and so she said something in spanish and like i didn't know what she meant so i thought she was making fun of me but she was laughing at a gnome and then like people were laughing at the fact that i thought that she was making fun of me but she wasn't so during the class she, like she kept doing it and i kept getting pissed and i was like but she was making the class laugh so i think that's why she kept doing it i don't know this is my assumption i think she kept doing it because like she made the class laugh because everyone was laughing at me getting mad 
And then like I said, fuck it, I'ma see you after class. And like I was like, now that I look back at it, I'm like, who am I? By some type of thug? Like, I'ma see you after class. Like, so there was a common area in our class space in the building after class. Sure enough, I went up to her and I said, square up. And I told her ass to square the fuck up. And like, at first she was like, huh? And I pushed her. And I said, square up. And like, and it was just kind of like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then like, so I like, I swung and then she swung and then we just started hitting each other. And then she swung some more and then I swung and then Mr. Davis pulled me back and he's like, enough, enough. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. And then I like ran back at her and I was like, ah! (laughs) Violence is not good. I'm not condoning violence, but I'm just laughing at the youth of it all. I'm laughing at the youth of it all. Just young and dumb. Young and dumb, not full of cum. So, check it. Punishment was in school suspension wait yes in school suspension side note me and serena um i forgot your last name serena shit serena i forgot your last name but you live in alaska now you have kids but like serena remember we got in trouble for cyberbullying oh my god me and serena bullied the fuck out of this girl named evelyn and, like, I feel so bad because all Evelyn was trying to do was just, like, be herself and, like, cosplay. And, like, we made fun of her. Damn it, Serena. I'm so mad I forgot your fucking last name. I'm pissed. I think your middle name was Nicole. God damn it. Oh, I'll never forgive myself. Serena, you went out with Marquise. Oh my God. But basically, Serena and I bullied this girl and we got in school suspension for four days. (laughs) Before I move on with the story with Jasmine Zamora and our punishment, hop on to the description links of the podcast and click the links. Follow us on Instagram at the Manic Candace Podcast and at MDMAQ. Visit MDMAQ.com or coming out with coloring books tomorrow. And right now you can buy your fine art prints. Okay, back to the story. So me and Jasmine both got in school suspension and like she got street cred for fighting back, which was good. And that pissed me off because people were like, oh, I give her credit because she swung. I give her credit because she swung. I give her credit because she swung. And I'm like, what about me? <laughs> like, obviously, bitch, big bitch. Like, you're going to win, big bitch. Like, obviously. Like, <laughs> okay, my second fight was actually before that because this fight was in the eighth grade. This fight that I got into that I'm going to talk about. Um... 
this fight, fucking Cynthia Parker. Hey, hold on. There it is. I was like wondering, I'm like, where'd the rest of the weed go? Hold on. Me and Cynthia got in a fight, and it was a, it was honestly brewing. There was this guy named Raul Macias, and we both liked him, and he went out with both of us, but she asked him out after me, or coerced him to ask. I don't know. It just happened, and uh, he played both of us, and yeah. That was my first boyfriend, was wrong with he is. <laughs> and, um, what was I gonna say? My, sorry, this is what happens when you smoke pot. Don't smoke pot. So, me and Cynthia had a brewing fight that was a long time coming because she took my man. See, that was the underlying issue. She took, she took my man. <laughs> she took my sixth grade man. <laughs> and so. One day, she took my seat, and it was just, like I said, it was brewing for a lot of things, but her taking my seat in social studies class that day just fucking set me the fuck off, and I just pushed her against, I said, I didn't say square up, but I just pushed her ass, and I said, move. I said, move. She's like, I'm not moving. I was like, move, and I like stepped, and I pushed her, and then like, I socked her in the face, and then she tried to sock me in the face, and she pulled my shirt. Like, she pulled my shirt to the point where, like, my bra was exposed and my boobs were exposed. And, like, I just kept pushing. I just kept fucking fighting and fighting and pulling her hair. I got suspended for instigating the fight, and then we had to split our social studies hours up. she ever had a girl fight her like that i don't think she ever had a girl like i don't know what it was in me i don't know what it was in me to fight like that i now that i have shit to lose i won't fight unless i unless unless i'm in self-defense but at this point in my life self-defense means click clack bang bang you know what I'm saying? I live in the wild, wild west and I don't play these games. If you want to hit me, I'm going to take that as attempted murder. And I'm going to fucking self-defense as such. Because I have that right. I don't play these games. I don't I don't play these Mortal Kombat games. If you try to fight me, I'm going to go grab my gun. My name called Black, Blackbird when they see me. I'm white. I think it's, I bring the biggest gun to the knife fight. Let's listen to that. My name Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. My name Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white. Kodak Black. My name Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white. And how come? Call that black man, I might fuck your white wife. <laughs> Why? I bring the, the biggest, biggest gun, gun to the, the knife fight. fight. 
burn a lot of money and I smoke a lot of spice. Mm. My name Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white. Mm. <laughs> if you guys can see the way he's dancing right now. Unfortunately, that's a hit. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's a hit. My name Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white. My name Kenneth Black, so when you see me, I'm white. But me and Cynthia ended up being friends, fake ass friends, for a little bit. And then, like, we went to high school together, and then. She moved to Texas, and that's what, see. That's what happens with pe the most toxic people in my life. They moved to Texas, like. <laughs> so my next fight, I'm not that proud of because of I really hurt someone physically. I mean, I made this girl bleed and burn. But before I move on, Cynthia, there was an episode that I talked a lot of shit about you before this, and I apologize, that wasn't right. And I apologize for fighting you in the sixth grade. I never apologized for it. Um, violence is not the answer. If I could go back and not do it, I would. If I could go back and be the bigger person and find another seat, I would. Um, it's not that big of a deal. I shouldn't have went up to you and said this is my seat. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. So my next fight, I just want to apologize off the bat. Leah Sauer, I apologize for burning you with my cigarette. I apologize for beating your ass with my fist and my iPhone. I apologize for smashing your iPhone. And I apologize for selling Xanax to your boyfriend right after I beat you up in front of him. I, um, I know I sound like I'm bragging because I'm talking about it, but I just wanted to detail what I did and why I'm apologizing. And I apologize for getting you kicked out of ASU after. So one night I have one of my best couple customers hit me up for Xanax, Leah and DJ. DJ is from Iraq and Leah is from Maryland. A match made in heaven. It was a disaster, honestly. No offense. But this was like the third time they bought Xanax from me during the day, during like a 16 hour period. And by the time they got to me at like 12.30 a.m. or 3 a.m., I can't remember. Um, it was, it was really late and they were fucked up and like, I just needed the money because DJ was getting paid by the Iraqi government and it was going to be deposited in his account and he could only withdraw from a certain ATM at Safeway up the street on Apache Boulevard. So 
we had to all hop in the car and drive. It was like a two minute drive. And we were all bickering and arguing. Me and Leah were throwing shots at each other's character and personal lives, like with little comments all on the way because she was fucked up and I was fucked up. I was off of three Hulks, which is three, three milligrams of Xanax. So I was, I was like, I was on nine milligrams of Xanax. And I don't know how many grams of my bars she was on. <coughs> and they wanted to buy like at least $100 worth. So that's why I was putting up with it um, all the way to Safeway. But on the halfway to, on half, half, or ha- on half, ugh, halfway there, she calls me a black bitch. Like, I don't know which word preceded it, but I just saw red. I literally just like saw flashing red and my the the my body temperature went from 98.6 to about 100. I'm exaggerating until about probably like 97 or 98. It went up significantly and all the blood rushed to my nose and all I did like I feel like all the blood rushed to my face cuz I was being prepared to get hit because when she hit me I didn't feel it. I got a black eye like from her. So I un, I remember clicking my seatbelt like, and then like undoing my seatbelt and while DJ was driving and just going bah, 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 bah. And she's screaming and she's kicking me in the face like a punk. And then so DJ pulls over at the Moxie, which is a hotel. I don't think it's there anymore, but it was on Apache Boulevard. So he pulls in and then her and I get out. And then DJ separates us because I was about to go up to her. And then somehow he gets away. And then I grab, I smashed her phone in the rocks. And then I grabbed my phone with my left hand and then I fucking smashed her in the face. And then I had a cigarette lit in my right hand and I put it out in her lip. And then I like continued to punch her. And then her boyfriend broke us up. And then like she was all bloody. She was all bloody. I'll never forget like how bloody she was. Like she was just blood. She was spitting blood. She was crying. She was screaming. And I booked it to my apartment across the street. I booked it. And her boyfriend proceeded to go to back to Safeway and take out money. He put her back in the car, went to Safeway, took out the money, and told her that the Xanax was going to make her feel better. And um, went upstairs, bought Xanax from me, and I told her, I'm like, she's using you. And then he's like, I know. And then he was like, Candace, that's not cool. Candace, that's not cool. Candace, that's not cool. She's bleeding. She's bleeding. And in my head, I'm like, you're her boyfriend. You're still buying Xanax from me. Like, that's not cool. She's using you. And then like he was like, I know. And I'm like, well, here you go. Bye, I'll see you tomorrow. So I was really pissed because I saw my black eye. And so what I did was I found her mom's phone number on the internet because her mom had a business. I called her mom and I was like, 
hey, this is Regina, which is my mom's name. And I was like, hey, this is Regina. Like, your daughter's on probation. Your daughter hit my daughter. Or your daughter is buying drugs from my daughter. I'm sending my daughter to rehab and your daughter needs to go. Or like some shit like that. And like her parents freaked out and pulled her. Um, So I did damage control by like calling her mom and telling her that like right away like telling her like our daughter is not in a fight so that so i was trying to prevent getting a charge um and then leah texted my phone because she thought my mom had my phone and she was like miss regina like please don't send candace to rehab she doesn't deserve that and i was like wow why is she defending me why is she defending me? I beat her ass. And like, not only that, you guys, she took pictures of, cause she was on bars. She took all these pictures of herself bleeding and put it on the internet and tagged me and said that I was trash and that this is what I'm about. And I was just like, wow, like, dude, you're willing to put yourself out on the internet and base Jesus retweeted her. And like, oh my God, like, It was wild. My college years were wild. And I'm glad I'm, my Twitter is not famous. Because my my college Twitter, like... <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane and ridiculous. I would have so been canceled by now. For real. You live and you learn, you know? You live and you learn. You live and you learn. So my black guy heals. Leah goes back to Maryland. And DJ keeps buying Xanax. I get caught by the police. And then I fear for my life. I'm 21. About to go to jail for fraud. And drug dealing. But the DA threw out the case. Thank you to the state DA of the Tempe District jurisdiction. Or or Maricopa County. (laughs) So I want to take you guys into early high school when I started apologizing to girls that I bullied in elementary school. There is this instance, there is this girl, I forgot her name, but people called her Selena Gomez because she looked like Selena Gomez, but I forgot her name. I think her name was Alexis or something like that, but she was really thin. And I heard from someone that she thought that I hated her. And I never had a conversation with her. I, I, But I knew that I had a mean girl spirit. I knew that about myself. Um, and I knew I had a bitch face. So I, I was like, I wonder if I looked at her wrong. So one time she was in the restroom, right? And it was just me and her washing our hands. And I looked up to her and I said, Hey, I heard from someone that you think that I hate you. And I told her, I was like, I just want to let you know that I don't hate you. I don't know where that came from. I apologize. 
if I did something, if I said something to you, I really apologize. Like, I, I, I don't hate you. I don't know where that came from, and I'm sorry. And I was like, I don't want you to live life thinking that I hate you. When I tell you she started bawling, she started crying. So I started crying. I started bawling and she hugged me and she was like, I really, really thought that you hated me. I didn't know why. And I was just like, oh my God. And like, I just want to caution you guys. Like if you have a bitch face and you know that about yourself, but you're the you're a sweetheart or you are a mean girl turn good, mean girl turn nice, mean girl turn kind, like I just want to let you know that it's time to start making amends. And always make amends. Like making amends should be like a like a yearly, like a quarterly process. Like make amends with people, make amends with people that there's weird hostility with. You're only as sick as your secrets. That's what they teach you in rehab. And that's going to be my next episode on the Amanda Candace podcast. It's all about my experience in rehab. And I want to encourage you, if you have a drug problem, go get help. I'm going to talk about why I went to rehab, the conditions that were set before I went to rehab, what happened on detox, what happened during the 30 days, and what happened during outpatient and relapse and meetings. And I'll also grant you resources on how to go to the rehab I went to, which is one I highly recommend. And I'll also give you resources on how to find rehabs in your area, free for insurance and for non-insurance. I'll give you access to information for crisis centers uh, who can sign you up for insurance so you can get to rehab, free insurance. You guys, it's time to better ourselves. It's time to get better. Not only with substances and our mental health, but with our character. Um, I apologize to people that I was in class with that I abandoned just for the sake of being cool. Um, I was in two nerdy classes and I grew up with these kids. And one of these kids' name was Aria. And like I was mean to her. And we were friends. We played piano together. We played Tamagotchi together. We would watch Spirited Away and anime together. Because we lived like a block away from each other. But like I wanted to be popular and she wasn't popular. And I had the chance to be popular. But like I thought that I had to be mean to her to be accepted. And so that's what I did. And I apologize, Aria. I'm probably going to follow you on Instagram. So whatever. You guys, thank you for listening to the Man and Candace podcast episode about Mean Girls. I appreciate you. So good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. I bid you adieu. Have a good one. And see you next time. <laughs>